Hey guys, welcome to Bean Pod. Sometimes Caleb wakes up in the middle of the night screaming, I wanna suck dick! And then he just goes back to sleep, and I'm just like, that happened. Sorry, I was gone. What did I miss? Uh, I said you were really handsome. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, you want to talk about Game of Thrones and how it sucks. Game of Thrones sucked a lot for a lot of reasons. I disagree completely. Why did you like it? I feel like the burden of proof is on you. The burden of proof? Yeah. That it was bad? Yeah. It was all bad. How? Arya went off to be a fucking pirate of the Caribbean <laughs> to discover America for no fucking reason. Well, she's got the same eyebrows as uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Okay, but they could have like alluded like a lot earlier maybe in the show or even in the season that she was like, I'll go on a boat one day. But they, that shit didn't happen. They did in like season six or five. Excuse me? Can you give me proof? Do you uh, have the sauce? The sauce? Uh, she said... Um, what what's the the country to the east Eastos, Essos. Essos, Essos is in the east. Westos is Westeros. Westos. <laughs> Westeros is in the west, but what's west of Westeros? She said that in the last episode. She said that in like season six. Babe, no, she said that in the last episode. What's west of Westeros? I'm gonna look it up right now. Are you gonna look up this dumbass shit? And I'm gonna keep going on why it sucks so bad. All right, keep doing. Why it. the fuck did John go north? To be Why is there still a Night's Watch when the Ice King is gone? I don't. What are they, they watching? Oh my God! Can you let what me are they fucking answer? You said you were gonna Google this shit, and I said I was gonna talk about why. Yeah, else I, I can hated multitask it. and answer your stupid fucking questions. Hey Caleb, what's the Pythagorean theorem? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. You are a square. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, like, Arya is this big badass who went and learned how to change faces with fucking people. And that never came into play in the whole season. Are you fucking kidding me? She's the supernatural fucking assassin. She should be like a Batman. She should be like a Batman of Westeros. Or why the fuck she's... From the beginning of the series, from season one, she said she didn't want to be a lady. She wanted to be a knight. That's why she learned to sword fight. Why the fuck would they not make her a knight when her brother is king now? Her brother isn't king. What the fuck are you talking about? Bran the Broken. Oh, yeah. Honestly, is rude as fuck. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot my legs were broken, Tyrion. Thanks for reminding me that I'm a broken bitch. All right, what does it say? The Sunset Sea is located directly west of Westeros. She going to discover America. Well, Caleb's go Googling uh, Arya Stark. A lot of equal signs. <laughs> Arya Stark, what is west of Westeros? She never said anything about it, bro. That's why it's such a, like, what the fuck? Essos is east. That's where she was in the beginning. Not the beginning, but whenever she escaped King's Landing. I'm pretty sure. Here's an article from uh, the 16th. Oh, look at that. On Sunday night's episode of Game of Thrones, pondering west of Westeros. Yeah, and this article is made in 2016. After nearly... Oh. Wait, where, does, where the fuck did she say that? Wait, wait, wait. 
seasons of hopping between the seven kingdoms, audiences are stewing over the news that there might be a piece of uncharted territory that neither dedicated viewers or book readers know about. When did she say that? Does it say an episode? Because I don't remember that at all. Essos is east, Westeros is west, but what is west of Westeros? What the fuck? Here, I have an idea. It's not saying, like, what episode it's from, though, because I'm, I'm calling bullshit. We can just IMDB. IMDB it. It just doesn't make any sense. She never talked about wanting to go on a boat. Clearly, she just fucking And then did. she just fucking pulls some Iron Island-ass shit, and she's like, I'm the captain of this boat, bitch. And walks through all this this crew of big Are you just upset men. because Reddit told you to be upset? Caleb, you know I'm not upset because Reddit told me to be upset. <laughs> I was the one who told you, hey, Reddit is flipping their shit because they fucking hate this episode and they're making a petition with like half a million people to remake the fucking season. I'd rather blow my fucking brains out than see them make another season. But, and I told you I was fine with the rest of the season building up, but this last episode was bullshit because nothing made sense. Why the fuck did Grey Worm not murk the fuck out of John immediately when he saw that? Why did we not get that scene? Why did we not get the scene of Grey Worm being like, Hey, John. Do you fucking know where maybe, like, Danny and Drogon went? Because <laughs> there's a big blood stain on the bottom, but I know they were up here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I miss the hound. He had a good character arc. Even though it wasn't really an arc at all. He just went back to basics. I think it was this episode called No One. Season 6, episode 8. Is there like a quote or anything? Uh, I went through the quotes and I guess IMDB deemed it as not a uh, memorable quote. But hmm. this, this episode came out on June... 2016. It's up at the top. June 12th, 2016. June 12th, 2016. And this was posted June 13th, 2016. Okay, I just... I did not remember that. But one quote. How is that... No, obviously, no one remembered it. Okay, it's still in the show. One... one. This show is not going to give you flashbacks. Five letters. I know that. I know it's not going to be flashbacks, but like five words. But what's West of Westeros? I'm supposed to remember that from... What fucking season was it? Six. Okay, that wasn't that long ago. But, still. Alright. That didn't make sense to me. So I proved you wrong on that one. Let's move on to the okay, next one. Okay, you didn't prove me wrong, but like, you know what I'm saying? I did prove you wrong. But like, you didn't prove me wrong, so you know what I'm saying? Okay, move on to the next Your cl- Your claim was <laughs> there was nothing in the past episodes. There was five words. Your claim... Was there was nothing in past episodes that would make uh, that would show that Arya wanted to go out exploring? I showed you evidence. You have been proven wrong. You should make five words. Five words. Five words that proved you wrong. I can think of five words that prove uh, people wrong all the time on television. You are not the father. Damn. That's a good ass five words though. It's better than what's west of Westeros. Do you want to move on to my next point? Yeah. Okay. Only do one point at a time. Okay. Was Drogon the smartest fucking dragon? 
or just the angriest fucking dragon. Because whenever he comes up on Danny and she's dead because John just killed her and he nudges her with his nose like a little dog, the part was sad. I think he's kind of stupid for nudging her off. She's dead. But he was smelling her. And then when he realized she was dead, he looked at John and John was standing there all like freaked the fuck out because he was like, I'm about to get burned by this dragon. But Drogon decides to burn the shit out of the throne. Now, is he just angry dragon who decides not to kill John for whatever reason? Or is he the smartest fucking dragon that ever existed in the history of forever and was like, this throne is what caused my mother to die. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill that throne. Or was he actually the stupidest dragon in the entire world? And he was like, this chair stabbed my mom. (laughs) So it has to go. Explain. I, I think that um, the reason the dragon didn't kill John is because John is a a, uh, a Targaryen. By the way, spoilers. <laughs> oh fuck, guys! Like, if you haven't watched the latest season of Game of Thrones, the HBO series, to everyone you, that's not gonna listen to this podcast, you should. Yeah, like our whole following of like two point five million. You guys really like if you haven't watched the latest episode, like, just like pause it, go watch it, have a couple drinks. You know, shave your legs and then come back. Come back in like two weeks. Come back and like be like, yo, guys, your opinions are stupid because they are. <sighs> but yeah, all you 2.5 million of you guys. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, I think it's time for advertisement. Uh, Depends adult diapers for when you got a shit on the go. Oh, fuck. Wow. Depends. I didn't know they were still sponsoring us after that last debacle. Anyways. Caleb shit through his Depends. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry. Okay, what do you think about Drogon? Is uh, he stupid or is he smart? I, I, I viewed the scene as Drogon is not going to kill John because John is a uh, Targaryen. Okay. All right. I don't. Was there anything mentioned in the past of a dragon turning on a Targaryen? Can you recall anything? No. All right. I don't think. I think that's why Drogon didn't kill John is because he's a Targaryen. Um. As for him burning down the uh, the Iron Throne, spoilers. Um, Spoiler alert. Um, I I viewed that more as a um, not such a literal viewing, I guess, but more of a figurative thing. I mean, I I don't know how to explain it. It makes sense in my head, but I can't get it out in words. So dragons understand metaphors. So he is the smartest fucking <laughs> dragon that ever <laughs> lived. I mean, I think what that scene was just trying to get a point I underst- was Danny went through this whole, from season one to season eight, she was trying to get to the Iron Throne. She finally made it. She didn't get to sit in it, finally. After all that, she didn't get to sit in it. And then the dragon made sure that if Danny's not going to sit in it, then no one will sit in it. So he's a smart dragon. Sure, let's say he's a smart dragon. Okay, well, that also brings around another problem. <sighs> Because if he's a smart dragon, then that means he can feel, like, deep pain. His mom's dead. His brothers and sisters He can't dead. hang out with his buddy John anymore because he knows that he killed her. What if John just and tried to hop his, onto him? That would have been so much better. Caleb, that would have been so much no, better. No, it wouldn't if have John, been. If, he would, if Drogon would have picked up Danny with his claw so lovingly, and then John was just like, 
fuck this shit. Fuck this. Everyone I, I want know. want to go with you. Everyone I've loved pretty much has died. Egret died in my arms. Danny died in my arms. There's no fucking point. I don't want the throne. He's a Targaryen. Gets up on the dragon. And they just sailed. They just fly the fuck off. And that's the end. To Eastos. I would have been so much better than... That would have been so much better than him just going off to the north with the wildlings and smirking as he's riding into the forest. What the fuck was that? When did he ever say he wanted to go be with the wildlings? After, like, Egret died. So, like, here's what I'm saying. Is that John was the outcast from the very start of the show. So no, no character arc. He's always the outcast. He deserves better, bro. I don't think it's a fair statement to say there was no character arc at all in that show when there was how 73 episodes and each episode averaged around an hour. Like, there's definitely going to be character development. I mean, there was development, but he, like, nothing... I mean, a lot of shit happened to him, but he just went right back the fuck where he was in season one. How the fuck does Shrek end? He I don't want to talk about Shrek because that he, gets me more upset, bro. He, gets, he, goes, he starts off in the swamp and then ends in the swamp. Yeah, but he's got his bitch, man. And they have little Shrek babies. Yeah. John doesn't get that shit. How, do, how does John view the Wildings from exiled. the very start of the show? He thinks they're savages. He thinks they're disgusting. And then guess what? He joins them, falls in love. I think that's the first time he falls in love yeah. with the Wildlings. And then goes back to civilization or Westeros or whatever. And then has to deal with all the drama and the bullshit and war. And then after all that, after killing his queen, he's just like, I just want to go and be with the free folk. I just want to be isolated with the free folk. But he could have just went to the north because they're their own independent kingdom now. He could have went back home. Because Grey Worm was like, he needs to fucking pay for what he did. And then Grey Worm and the whole Unsullied army and the Dothraki sailed the fuck away to who fucking... I'm sure they said where, but I don't give a shit because it's not Westeros. Well, their queen is dead. They just fucking left. Their queen is dead. So why could they they be like, John, hey man, like... You can leave, like, the wall, bro. You don't have to stay there because them shit's never coming back. But they just exiled his ass whenever he just saved everyone. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, real quick. It was Brandon who sent him to the wall, to the Night's Watch. As a, a, because Grey Worm probably wanted him dead. Grey Worm wanted him dead. So Brandon came up with the deal of sending him to the Night's Watch as his punishment, having a lifelong punishment. Brandon knows everything, so Brandon knows that there's no purpose for the White Watch or for the Night's Watch, and that probably that the Free Folk are going to be there, because there's no purpose for the Night's Watch anymore. Exactly. So why is there? So Brandon was just being smart and helping John out, and John smirked because he was happy. But why would he go north if Brandon knew like we don't need a Night's Watch anymore? Graham's going to fuck off. He's never going to know any better. Why wouldn't John have just went back to Winterfell and like live with his family? Because he wanted to maybe be found with a, a bitch folk. to marry, but why? Don't you think that he, if if you went through all that shit, that you just kind of be tired of of the whole feudal system? Don't you think that like they're? I think they're kind of hinting at it too, that like there is going to start being a decline in the f- whole feudal system of lords and shit. Sure, they made Tarly Samuel Tarly made the whole comment of just like, what if we allowed the people to choose? And then all the lords laughed, but still, like... Because that doesn't work, you know what I'm saying? But he brought up an idea. He brought up an idea, they laughed, and I think maybe that's kind of, like, starting to show, like, a a decline in the feudal system in the Game of Thrones universe. I totally understand that. 
But the but, North is its own independent kingdom now. It's not ruled by Bran. It's ruled by Sansa. Okay. Who better to have rule over everybody than your fucking sister? She's not going to fuck with you. Everybody in the North loves you. He they wants you to go king. to the free folk. But why? When did he say, man, fuck this place. Fuck my home. Fuck my family. I'm going to go live in the fucking North where it's cold as shit for no reason. He only knows Tormund and fucking Ghost. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is not a personal attack on you. Uh, this um, is a personal attack on this episode. <laughs> I just feel like it makes sense for John to go to the north. I just don't. To be with the free folk. I feel like he deserved a lot better. All right. Well, we're at a stalemate on this one. Let's go on to the next one. <sighs> Why the fuck is Bran King? Why the fuck? I get that he knew it all along. That little shitty bastard. That little slimy fucking no leg having fucking penis doesn't work little weasel. He fucking knew, bro. No, no. He was fucking Doctor Strange from the Avengers in this fucking movie, uh, the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, he saw all these different outcomes. And he was like, which outcome makes me king? So he chose that one outcome. And he was like, we got to do all this shit. I got to sit around and not do shit. And then I'll become king and everything will be right in the world. He said he didn't want to be king. Yeah, well, tough shit, bro. He lied. He's a big fat liar. He said they pushed me out that window. But there's no evidence to show I'm that he lied. I'm a big fucking king. I think him becoming king was the ultimate payback to the Lannisters for what they did to him. Think about it. The Lannisters had this uh this imp this imp, this dwarf, this Don't Dis- call him an imp, bro. This disabled he gets offended. He's not disabled. He, he gets offended by dwarf, not imp. He's okay with being called imp. He's not okay with being called a dwarf. I can't remember what episode that's from, but he, he points that out. Anyways. I think he says that a couple times. Anyways. And what did um Cersei's and Tywin do? They hated they hated um Tyrion. For what he was, they hated this some this this person that was just different and deformed in their eyes, and now there's a deformed person, not deformed, but a handicapped person who just took over their throne. Okay. That crippled them. You don't think that's the ultimate payback to the Lannisters? I totally see your point. I wasn't thinking about the disabled thing. Because Tyrion isn't disabled, but I see where you're coming from, and I appreciate that. Did well, I'm sure if you're a, if you're a if you have what what what's the correct terminology? If you're a small person today, dwarfism. If you're a small person today, that you can get a handicapped uh, like license plate and be able to park a handicapped parking. I'm pretty sure you can do that. Probably. So are they allowed to drive cars? <laughs> No offense to our uh, 30,000 only, only dwarf wheels. listeners. <laughs> they can only drive Hot Wheels. <laughs> they just strap them to their feet. <laughs> no, they're only allowed to drive Heelys. You know that the, those really small cars that you can buy for kids? <laughs> <laughs> the ones where the parents have to push from behind. <laughs> what was it? Oh, okay. Anyway. But did they hate him because he was a dwarf? Or did they hate him because their mom, their mom died? I think it's while both. giving birth to him. I think it's both. I think it was he killed their mom and then they needed th- this is how I'm rationalizing it. But they uh 
I mean, first of all, the mom died giving birth to him, so they're going to put that blame on him. I think it's the only way they can rationalize it. And then instead of being a full, fully, um, how do I say this without being offensive? A normal human. <laughs> yeah, without because he's not a normal person, I think that adds an extra insult to injury that their mom died giving birth to someone that wasn't going to be a full-size person. Okay. I'm not trying to be offensive. <laughs> I just don't know how to word this. Okay. Understandable. Are we ready to move on to the, the next little tidbit? I'm pretty sure. Hang on. Because I texted you a lot of my issues that I had earlier. But I don't know, man. It just made me very upset. Like, I was not satisfied at all. I've been thinking about this a lot lately while you're looking that up. But you know how, like, one of the big complaints from the uh, the battle with the uh, the Night King, a lot of people, like, one of their main complaints was, like, not enough main characters died? Yeah. Do you think that people had just had that expectation because that's something that's happened in the past of Game of Thrones? Where, yeah. like, Ned Stark died. Almost immediately. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Ned Stark died. Shit hurt. Um, Rob died. Rob's wife died. Catelyn died. Renly died. Renly died. Stannis died. Stannis died. Robert died. Caitlin died. Who? Ned's wife. You mean Catelyn? Cat Catelyn. Sorry, yeah, I already said Catelyn. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Y'all, I'm about two drinks into this night. <laughs> so I think I think people having that expectation. I don't think that's on the writers. I think that's on the viewers. I think that's on the viewers for having that expectation that that a lot of main characters were going to die. And and what it was like three died. Not very serious characters either. The little girl. The little girl, but she died in a very badass. Yeah. That was badass. Like respect. Like her fucking sternum got crushed in and she's piercing still- her fucking <laughs> lungs. She pulls out a dagger and fucking stabs that fucker right in the eyeball. Uh, Mormont died, and then uh, that other guy that was part of the Night's Watch. He was on Night's Watch, was he? No, he was part of the Brotherhood. Um, the Lord of the Lord of Lights guy. That guy, and then the oh, the other Night's yeah. Watch guy. Okay, yeah. I don't even know his name. I know he was friends with like John. Night's Watch character number five. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that's. I think you know how like when you go to see a movie and you have very high expectations for it, mm-hmm. like how I felt with the Shallows. Did you have high expectations I for had, that movie? I had very high hopes for the Shallows. Are you fucking kidding? Because I wanted us to see it because I knew it would be bad. In hindsight, yeah, I was stupid for thinking that, but I had very high hopes for it. So okay, if you remember that day correctly, what happened was we were gonna do our first double feature ever. Yeah. We were gonna see the Shallows, yeah. and then we were gonna see Independence Day. Yeah. We went to go see the Shallows first. Mm-hmm. I had high hopes. The movie absolutely ruined me. Like I legit was just like, this is a bad day now because of this movie. And then we go and see it Independence Day. I'm like, it can't be worse than the Shallows, and it turned out to be probably one of my favorite fucking movies ever. Okay, but was it an awesome movie, like, just due to Independence Day being an awesome movie? Or was it awesome in comparison of the fucking shit show? No, it's it's an awesome movie. Agreed. I can genuinely say it's an awesome movie. It's awesome. Because it 
it's not a movie you take serious. It's a movie when you're just like, I want to watch something that's stupid and schlocky. That's how I felt walking into The Shallows. When did you realize you weren't going to like The Shallows? Was um, it whenever the phone screen showed up on the fucking screen? It was the phone <laughs> screen. That's when I, exa- that's, I went, oh, shit. And my favorite part of that movie, though, is when, she, you know, she had the digital watch. Yeah. My favorite part of it was when, um, I forgot how they did it, but they did it completely wrong. Mm-hmm. They were trying to show, like, the water on the screen. Mm-hmm. So, if I remember correctly, what it was was when she was out of the wa- when she when her watch was under the water, mm-hmm. it was, it had, like, dots of water on it. And then when she was out of the water, it had no water on it at all. Because that makes a lot of fucking <laughs> It should have been, like, pretty much, like, switched. Yeah. The way to view it. What a garbage-ass fucking movie. I th- if How did it end? Do you remember? Uh, she, did she pull some Jaws shit on it? She Stick got... Stick something in its mouth? Was it she was... Uh, she, like, got attached to an anchor or something like that and started going down to the very bottom of the ocean. The shark was following her, and the last second she moved out of the way, and the shark just slammed into the spikes that are at the bottom of the ocean. Because there was, like, a concrete thing that had a bunch of uh, metal rods sticking out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a shit fucking film. <laughs> you remember when my uh, when my family from Wisconsin came down and, like, my cousin Carter... It's okay. Move on. I didn't mean to dox him. <laughs> fuck. Dude. Fuck. <laughs> but he was just like, we should watch The Shallows. And, like, I almost just got him. I was like, fuck no. I would rather be robbed at gunpoint. <laughs> I would rather be a female in India. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather be Rivali. Do you think once you get raped, the rapist... Oh, my God. Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up, bitch? Do you think that when the rapist gets done, he's just like, thank you, come again? <laughs> no, because she didn't even once, bro. That doesn't happen when you get raped. I know you don't understand that because men can't be raped, but... Anyways, back to my whole point of the whole... Um, the, Why the Shallows was the greatest film yeah, ever made. The, the the whole point of um, the battle with the... White Walkers? Yeah, the White Walkers. Um, and people having that expectation. Um, I think the the reason the writers didn't kill off as many main characters as um, people wanted to is because they they still had a purpose in the story. That's why Tormont, Tormund, right? Mm-hmm. Tormund didn't die because his purpose was to lead John back into the the true north. Samwell didn't die because his purpose was to be um Grand Maester. Grand Maester for Bran. I have another point whenever you're done. Um Yeah, I can't really think of any other characters' names right now. Anyways, what's your point? Okay, the small council at the very end. That last scene. I really enjoyed that scene because it was like it was like, like a re- like our old they're friends. rebuilding. Yeah, like our like our old like these people that we care about are together and they're cracking jokes and shit and it just feels like familiar and happy and it's like things are gonna be okay. But why the fuck is Braun master of coin? He threatened to murk Tyrion shit about twenty minutes ago, bro. You know, I've a- I was actually wondering the same thing too. He got given but- all this shit. For nothing, bro. But but his whole thing was, was that he said like, "I'm not your friend, I'm only with you because you pay me." Yeah. So like, I think Brand's whole Bronze whole thing is, if you pay me, I'm gonna do the job. 
But I just didn't. and Cersei offered more to kill uh, Jamie and uh, not Jamie, but um, Jamie. Really, he was gonna kill. She, Jamie? yeah, she told him, "Kill both my brothers, and you'll get all this shit." And that's why he went down there and mysteri- like, just coincidentally found them both sitting in the same room. Before the fight with the White Walkers, it was like, "Hey guys," and was pointing a crossbow at them and be like, "This is the deal. I was sent here to kill you guys, but." I'm not going to kill you guys because I don't even know if you're going to be living tomorrow. You know? I just, I felt like that was really out of character for Braun. Even though he does like work for money and shit. I don't think it's he, too He gave a shit about both Jamie and Tyrion. Mostly Tyrion, I would think. Because he could have just killed them right then. Yeah. Well, also, if you recall, they, uh, Tyrion asked him if like, um, if he was ever like fully repaid, and he even said, "Yeah, I was. I've been fully repaid." Yeah, because he got all that shit, bro. Yeah. He got High Garden. Yeah. High Garden's like pristine, dude. That's like if you're gonna be a Lord of Lords, bro, you're going to be in High Garden. I mean, I I I really did like that part because it shows that like you know, after what Danny did, there is a there there's going to be a rebuild and a restart of everything. That was probably the only scene I enjoyed. Was that last scene All right, with, our, with our buddies that we're never going to see again? Unfortunately, go, go on. Um. Also, I don't think Bran can take over uh, the dragon's mind. Why wouldn't he? I don't think he can. I think the dragon's maybe too strong or something. But I think what he was doing was he was probably trying to see if he could like take over like a bird's mind or some shit like that. Well, he can already do that. Yeah. Oh, you mean like see where he is, like looking through other birds and shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I think he was doing. Cause that dragon can come back. Like if it's a, if it's that smart ass dragon, like we were talking about earlier, if he's the smartest dragon that ever lived, and ever will live, he can come back and murk the ass. And then R.I.P. Everybody. Okay. My main problem is with these bitch ass writers. Okay. Okay. All right, let's get into this shit because this is what pisses me off. Okay. As all of you guys know, all of you guys out there listening to this incredible podcast, what you're up, big Bobby? fans of the Schmidt, the, uh, the, 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 you know, us. You know what I'm saying? I said Caleb's last name. Just totally disregard that. It's okay. I'll cut it out. Probably. I love Star Wars. I love it a lot. Okay. It's very important to me. I feel you. I have a Star Wars tattoo permanently on my body. Okay. But. It's a henna. But. She just keeps on getting it if redone. If you're going to start making the greatest show that ever was or ever will be. And then HBO's like, we want you guys to do 10 seasons because we feel like that'll be perfect. But when you're like. The only two guys, the D&D guys, I don't know their names, but whenever George R.R. R. Martin says, I only want these fucks to write my TV show and make it, they're the only ones allowed to do it. So when these fucks were like, yeah, we'll do 10 seasons, and then they changed their mind and only do eight seasons, with the last season being six episodes, so they can stop working on Game of Thrones and make another garbage ass star wars fucking 
gay ass fucking shitty movie that everyone's gonna go see they're gonna make billions and billions of dollars but they don't give a shit they don't give a shit about the middle class americans that hate their fucking lives and who just want to watch a tv show and see it just end beautifully and perfectly even if it's a little sad no they just want to make buckets and buckets of money just to like stroke their penises with and shove up their buttholes and just like rub all over in it like fuck them fuck them because we could have had 10 seasons of this shit even though you said that we'd probably get a what'd you say i said we would get a farmhouse season like in the uh the walking dead agreed where it would just be 10 episodes of them just sitting on a fucking farm but that's what's great about game of thrones is the conversations between the characters that like you care about and shit I could have a whole episode where Tyrion and Jon talk to each other about shit that matters and not dumbass fucking dialogue. I could listen to a whole episode of just well-written shit, but not like five minutes of just rushed garbage ass. Hey, you need to kill this queen. She's fucking everything up. Jon's like, I want to. And then then Tyrion's like, it's your decision, bro. And then Jon's like, hmm. And then he storms out. That's what we got. Okay. Two things I want to say about that. One, I like the whole idea of something being short and concise. I think for the past the past seven seasons, everything was building up to this episode. I think they had a very uh, limited amount of what they could actually do. There's only oh so much you can do with everything that you build up in throughout the first seven seasons. All right, um, for them to try to stretch it out for two more seasons, I think we would have gotten. I don't think it would have been as good. I think it would have been absolute shit. I think people would have said, wow, Game of Thrones is starting to slip off. Have you ever watched the show Weeds? No, because it's about marijuana, which I do not approve of. Okay. <laughs> First four seasons were good. They were funny. And I think it was. I think it went on for four more seasons, and those last four seasons were terrible. Could you change the reference to Dexter? Because that's something I know of. Okay, so <laughs> you look at The Office. <gasps> Caleb. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. That show is great until Gabe comes. Not true. I really liked Gabe. Gabe was the death of the office. Once Gabe comes in, that's when it starts to decline. No, it's the two other interns in the last season. No, baby. Gabe w- has his moments during like the Halloween episode. It was, come on. It was declining when Gabe came in. Okay, it started. It wasn't dec- such a heavy decline, but it was starting to decline. It started to decline whenever. <laughs> Did that pick up? God, I hope so. It started to decline whenever Michael left, but it didn't the take show, a steep decline the show, until the beginning of season nine. The show was declining even with Michael being there. Caleb, do you want to stop this podcast right now so <laughs> I can beat the shit out of you? My, because I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm dead ass at my Tim's beat. My the <laughs> <laughs> dead ass at my. That's an old one. That's pretty good. The show was declining when Michael was there, and it was Gabe. I humbly disagree. All right. I think the way that they treated this last last season, I think... You don't think it was rushed at all? It's it's a matter of um, your your preference, I guess, you know? The first two episodes were just build up for everything, right? Mm -hmm. And then from season three to season six, there was... There was a lot of shit going on, mm-hmm. like just it was it was almost nonstop. That mm-hmm. was let's see, each episode was an hour and thirty minutes of the last season of the last four set episodes. 
each episode was an hour 30, right? I don't think so. Some of them were like 52 minutes. The last I know the third four one. episodes. The third one was an hour and a half. No, no. All fla- I guarantee you the last four episodes. They're not the same length. They, they were about an hour 30 minutes long. So we're looking at about a six hours. If you were to sit down and watch those six hours from the start to finish nonstop, you would be saying, oh, my God, that is a lot for me to take in. Yeah, but you're not doing that. Well, that's how we watched the first, what, seven seasons of Game of Thrones? Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. I wish I could experience it all over again for the first time. And you don't get to. Because life is hard. Yeah. Fuck America. <laughs> I wish I could be reincarnated just so I could watch Game of Thrones again for the first time. I just, I th- just the main argument that I'm hearing of it's bad character development, I just, I don't agree with that at all. So you don't think it was a problem that John had maybe nine lines in the whole fucking show, see, most of them being the last episode? See, that's weird because before the episode, you were saying he's only had eight lines. Yeah, he had one extra line. <laughs> he had one line. He was like, kill my girlfriend who's also my aunt. And then he stabbed her, bro. I don't, I'm not seeing the problem with that. How how would you do John and Danny differently? I think Danny was done perfectly. Agreed. I think the whole so well, how everything you they John? did with her was perfect. How would you do John differently? Because John can't be the king. Not go north. Because I just had a huge problem with that. He so should be with John, his family. If John just went to Winterfell, you would have been happy. He just needs. I just want him to be happy. And I just don't. There was nothing and he's that smart. made me. He think was happy. That there was nothing that made me think. Oh, he's gonna go north. But Danny, she was done perfectly. Babe, it was so. Even though a lot of people, happen. even though a lot of people are like. Why did Danny go mad? Why'd she call all these people? Because it doesn't make sense. Bitch, yes, it does. Were you not watching the same show we were watching? She gets pissed when things don't go her way. Because she's been led to believe this whole time that she's perfect, perfect, perfect. And that's what Tyrion said in the last episode. So she's going to think, even if I murder all these people, everyone is going to be so thankful that I did it because it's for the greater good. But she murders all these innocent people when everybody's telling her, you do not need to do this. Like, please don't do this. They're going to surrender. She's always had a temper. She's always had the thing of going too extreme. She's just like Pappy, man. <laughs> and she murks everybody. And it's so wonderfully done. Like, that episode is probably my favorite episode that has ever happened in television history. Ever. It's so fucking dope. I think one thing I really loved about that episode is how it showed the mother and the daughter. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like, how it showed them. I feel like some people could have watched them and be like, who are these people? I don't give a fuck about these people. But it was such a great way to show of what they're going through. Yeah. While all of this is happening. Mm-hmm. You know? So, okay, so what would you do differently with John? I don't know, bro. But just going north just seems so dumb. I, I, I wanted him to be on the throne, even though he didn't want to. It would make sense, because now Bran is on the throne. He didn't want to. So there's no, like, problem there. But, like, I just wanted him, like, they built up this whole thing. He came back from the fucking dead. He was stabbed, like, I don't remember how many times. I want to say, like, nine times. Well, what if John's purpose... He was stabbed nine times, and they brought him back to life. Like, I get, like, his whole purpose now is so that he would kill Danny. But my boy deserved more. I think he got exactly what he wanted. I just don't think that. I'll have to rewatch. That's what the smile I'll rewatch, was. I'll rewatch the show 
and try to find hints to where he's like, I belong north of the wall with my dog, the dog I haven't pet in like four seasons. Now, there were some people complaining about Arya not killing Cersei's. No, because I totally get that because the hound was like, don't go down this path. Like you, you told me that, that to me because I was like, why the fuck is she just giving up on her shit list that she has? But you were like, the hound told her like, once you go down this path, like you can't come back. Like you'll end up like me. Yeah. And the hound dies. And he doesn't, he cares for them. So he's like, I don't want you to be like me. And so Arya's like, word. All right. But why the fuck is she Christopher Columbus now? Bro. Here, let me just scroll back a couple 30 minutes here real quick. <laughs> we can move on from this. I understand. I know I keep going over the same shit, but. Is there any other Those are the points? main problems I have. I mean, I'm trying to think, but. I don't want to have like dead air. I just, I feel like what it is, and this is mainly from, go on, sorry, you had something? No, go ahead. You can go ahead. I think what it is with most of the people hating this show, I think it's it's literally just everyone that's on Reddit because I feel like Reddit, and I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. Are you sure? Yes. Because you can be honest. If you think I'm part of the hive mind. Maya, Maya, you liked the first five episodes and you had a problem with the last episode. Yeah. People on Reddit have been bitching about this ever since it started. Yeah. And I think what it is, is they're in a hive mind. They have this total echo chamber where like no one's really questioning anything. They're just making statements and they're just having this big circle jerk of, yeah, I agree. This is fucking stupid. This isn't what I wanted. So it's bad. And that's what it is. I think that's literally what it all comes down to. This isn't what I wanted. So it's bad. And I've come to trust the writers. I like the writers. I'm excited to see what else they do. Hopefully they can pull Star Wars out with the fucking shitter. That's not gonna happen. Are you, are you finished with your thought, or do you need to keep going? I I've come to trust them. Me as a viewer, I have come to trust what they're gonna put out. Um, it's like when I find uh, a director that I really like, I'm gonna trust what they do. Like like Sam Raimi, for example, he did the Evil Dead uh, trilogy, the OG one, and. I really liked that remake, bro. <laughs> the only good part of the remake was uh, Bruce Campbell at the end looking at the camera and going groovy. Which is that a meme or did that actually happen? That actually ha- it was a it was an in scene credit. It shows Bruce Campbell with his face like half lit, not staring at the camera, and then he turns to the camera and goes groovy. I don't remember that. I went to see it with one of my friends from. Uh, it was after the credits. My friends from high school. Oh, and okay. see, I saw, I had saw that Evil Dead before I actually watched the other three. Same. I had never, I didn't even know it was a remake when I went and saw it. Yeah. I knew it was a remake. My first time watching Evil Dead, I watched it with my dad because it was on Netflix. And I think I was like 14 or something. And it actually terrified the fuck out of me. <laughs> I, I remember the person I went with to see the Evil Dead remake, like, almost getting sick to the point where they almost passed out and we almost had to leave <laughs> whenever like all the blood started raining it was really funny that was so fucking brutal it was pretty gnarly honestly like i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna be like a snob here but that was pretty dope there was something i remember watching the review that half in the bag did for that movie and they were talking about how um in that movie they found a way to kind of cop out of it not being rated NC-17 because, like, 
there was a naked chick and she was covered in blood. So you couldn't see boobs? I think that's what it was. I think they covered up the nips. You couldn't see bobs or vagine? I th- yeah, I think they covered up the nips so it wouldn't be rated NC-17 because there's something with this disgusting amount of gore being mixed with pornography that even the people that write movies are just like, nah. <laughs> okay. So I have another problem. With Evil Dead? With overall the last uh, season of Game of Thrones. Okay. I feel like you're about to meme me so With hard. my little to no knowledge on like how Game of Thrones came to be after the book series, because I know the books came out, they started coming out like a really long ass time ago. So from like my knowledge and what I'm aware of is George R.R. R. Martin hadn't finished the books Okay. by the time they started yeah. doing the show. And even when they were starting to finish up and round out everything. So my impression is that the books are really good. The first however many seasons were really good. Maya has not read the books. I have not read the books. This is all like other people saying, I've read the books. Speculation. I've read the books three times through. So I'm assuming they're really good because the show is really good. And like if you know if like a show or a movie that's based off a book is really good, the book's going to be phenomenal. Except for Twilight. (laughs) I hate you. So, like, all those books that were written, the, the, the boys who made the TV show were making adaptations of the books mm-hmm. into film, and it was dynamite. But then they got around to this ending where there was no book to base anything off of and to take from, but George R.R. R. Martin told them how it ended. So maybe that's why the last season doesn't seem as good as everything else, because they didn't have this whole big picture thing they didn't have to a take map. from yeah so i feel like that could be a problem too not saying that the writers are terrible and that they're shitty but they're doing the best with what they got well okay so there's always anytime there's a movie or a tv show that's based off a book there's always gonna be that one faggot that's gonna be like mm, the book was better you know and i think that's just because of uh i feel like when you're shooting a movie you're very limited compared to writing because with writing, you can write down fucking anything. And I know, like, in the show, they changed a lot of things from yeah. the book. But they still had this huge world that they could take, like, a lot of shit from. Yeah. And make it... And it's, like, me. I'm just... For me, personally, this is something I do. That anytime I'm, like, trying to do something with uh, with cooking, I'll, like, look at a recipe. Caleb's a chef. And instead of looking at... Barely. instead of looking... <laughs> um. He's so good. Instead of just doing the recipe straight up, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to say, I get why they're doing that, but I don't want to do that. I want to do this because I think it'll be better. Because mm-hmm. this, this is something that matches my flavor pro- profile, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I'm going to change it up and kind of make it my own thing a little bit, you know? If someone had asked me, like, wow, this is really great. How'd you come up with this? I'm going to be straightforward. I'm like, hey, I looked at this recipe and I just tweaked some things. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, I just fucking did it mm-hmm. you know um so i feel like that's kind of like what happens when you are a director or a producer or a writer for a tv show or a movie that is based on a book that isn't finished yeah so what would be like the equivalent to not having a book but knowing the ending 
to what you do? Is it someone just going like potatoes, uh, uh, zucchinis, and uh, uh, salami? And you'd be like, how the fuck do I put this together? And then you just throw it together because you're like, I don't know. And you have like a time limit. I feel like that's like what they have. I think a good analogy for that would be if it's a recipe for a sauce. And then you come up with this sauce and now you're like, what can I put this sauce on? And then you have to decide, I'm going to put it on a pork chop. And then the original chef who came out with the recipe was like, well, it's made for steak. And you're like, it still tastes good with the pork chop. And the chef goes. But then you try it with the steak and you're like, fuck, dude. Sure. And there's nothing. If, if. When the book when the book is done and people read it and they say the book is so much better than the the ending of the show, first thing is gonna the first thing is gonna happen mine and I'm gonna say a fucking course because that's what everyone fucking says. That statement is so fucking over said. It's so Tumblr. Yeah. I can't wait for Pornhub to buy a Tumblr, <laughs> bring back the porn. I can't wait for, you know what? I'm so tired of reading all these romance novels and the 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 pornos and just not you matching read, up. You read <laughs> Why is the Fifty Shades of Grey part 37 not as good as Fifty Shades of Grey darker? It's fucked up. Um, but do you see where I'm coming from? Like them not having like this big massive work of text to work off, like to use and take from and stuff? You know what? I do get that. But in, a, in as cheesy as it sounds, I think it makes something that's a little bit more unique. Because now you as a viewer, as a fan of Game of Thrones, you have two options that you can go to you can get told a you can watch a different story and then you can go back and read a different story i think it's a very unique thing i honestly do that you get to do that and going back you re-watching game of thrones for the first time or watching game of thrones for the first time i i was i was just like wow this is a really good show i'm obsessed with this mm-hmm. And and then now that I'm going back and rewatching and I'm picking up on small things that are actually foreshadowing things that happened the last season, mm-hmm. like uh, like Varys saying I hate the bells they always bring horrors, mm-hmm. you know, just small shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 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 absolutely becoming obsessed with the show even more, mm-hmm. you know. And I think I understand where Peter Jackson felt w- with how he felt with um, uh, Tolkien's. A uh, whole universe of Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how that's how I'm viewing Game of Thrones right now. And to the people who who feel so disappointed and hurt and hate Game of Thrones now, R slash Game of Thrones, R slash a song of ice and fire. All, all I can say is good. Why? I'm glad that something that you used to love is bringing you so much misery right now. Babe. Because fuck you. That's Seriously. me though. Maybe not misery, but just like disappointment. Because like I'm I am okay with how everybody's character ended. But there's just like there was no So did you hate the last no episode or did you dislike the last episode? I don't pull this shit on me. I didn't hate it. Because, like I said, I really liked what happened to Danny. Because he pulled out the red, she was the red die. flannel Anthony Fantano move and really said, did. Maya Binky Brown here with another review. review. of HBO's Game of Thrones. Not good. <laughs> no, it's just there was no... Or I felt there was no, like, lead up or foreshadowing 
for what happened to everybody. I understood Sansa becoming Queen of the North. Yeah. Queen of the North. The Queen of the North. But just John and Arya, just like, it just threw me off a little bit. So, I mean, after this discussion, do you still feel the same way or, or are you a little bit more receptive? To I feel like I need to watch it again. Or just maybe try to finish out the whole series because we've been watching it like as we've been going to sleep. Yeah. So maybe just like get through all this and then try to rewatch the last year, the last uh, season a little bit more like paying attention wise. Yeah. But I just I don't know. I feel a type of way about it. I just I feel like it could have been done better, but I'm not gonna sign some get some fucking stupid ass petition on the internet to get them to redo it when it's never gonna happen. Well, so today I was I was texting my sister about it, and I was like, "So what did you think of Game Game of Thrones the last season?" And she said uh, the word she used was rancid. Damn, your sister's going in. And I said, "Explain." And she just she pretty much just said everything everyone else was saying, which is like, "There's no character development, blah blah blah, all this stupid shit." And I don't is that all she said was character development, or was there other stuff? There, I mean, there's a, there a bunch of other stuff. Let's see if I can pull it up. Um, I don't know. I just feel like oh shit, I never responded to him. Things could have been. I don't know. Maybe like I wouldn't have been satisfied no matter what happened, except uh, for John being on the throne because I felt like that's what he deserved, even though it's not what he wanted. Yeah. Because he would have been the best. But it's something he he didn't want it, and he wasn't willing to take it. But Bran didn't want it, but he was willing to take it. Because I think Bran knew that he could do it. And Bran will probably be the best. Yeah. He's not going to try to start wars with anybody. or He's going to do like what's best for man in general. Man, think about it. Bran, knows, Bran probably knows when he's going to die and how he's going to die. Can he see the future? I think he can. I mean, how else would he know that, like, why do you think I'm here? That's true. Maybe. Um, so, I asked her, Game of Thrones final season, thoughts. And she said, rancid. Did you call her a thought or did you ask her her thoughts? I said thoughts. Okay. Because that could change She said, things. the pacing felt way off. I said, like... Uh, Agreed a little bit. I said, I can get that, but the last four episodes are really movie-length. So, for me, personally, it wasn't it wasn't rush. And then I went back and I explained, like, hey, I've been rewatching it, and these are just the things that I've picked up Did on. Did she not respond to you after that? No, she she said, I don't have a big problem with any of the uh, plot points, in my opinion. They did Danny and John wrong. Foreshadowing does not equate to character development. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. And then I just explained my whole thing of, like, look, like, what was it? Like, I can trust the writers. I trust the writers. I think what they're going to put out is going to be good. I think the problem is it's the whole fan base of what's going on. Like, look at the show Rick and Morty, for example. Let's not talk about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is a good show. Spoilers. <laughs> Rick, Rick fucks Morty. Rick and Morty is a good show. The fan Everything's base... Everything's a panic attack flashback. <laughs> the fan base for Rick and Morty is absolutely terrible. All right? So... And, bro, like, and, and then why I, don't you just at me next time, bro? You know what I'm saying? And then I asked her, so what would you do differently for, for John and Danny? And she has yet to respond yet. So I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to talk shit on my sister. I'm not trying to talk any <laughs> I'm not trying to talk down on on her in any way. Mm-hmm. But it's if you're going to come at someone, you better have something to come at them with, you know? If someone was to insult something that I were to make and they were just like, It's not good, 
then I would like for them to have a, a something better to say. You like, know, like you ask why, and they just say because. Be- yeah, you know, I want them to tell me exactly why it's bad, and, and instead of being like, oh, and then my simple response would be like, it's a fucking taste preference. Then you don't like scallops, and so then why the fuck would you order scallops? You know. Well, I've been. Now I know, I know, I know that a the viewers of Game of Thrones don't get to choose scallops. They just have to watch what the writer gives them. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to make a complaint about they should have done it differently, then fucking tell me how they should have done it differently. Because I, me personally, I can't think of any other way they could have done it any better. I don't, I don't think there's any way that they could have done John and Danny any different. Cause basically that's what I've predicted since a really long ass time ago. Since you find out who John is, yeah, like when you find out he's a Targaryen and Danny is his aunt, I pretty much predicted that she was or he was gonna have to kill her. Yes, because she either she either would go go mad or she would be like John, or John would be like, I need to be king because it's my it's my right and this is what needs to happen. And Danny would be like, No, like this is what I've worked for. This is. I've gone through all these like trials and shit and I've been raped and I've saved all these people. I deserve this. (laughs) Caleb, I deserve (laughs) this. So she would, she would, and John was like destined. Like I knew that he was going to kill Danny. So like, I didn't have a problem with that at all. But I was still really surprised when it actually happened. They did it so well. Because like, I didn't know. I was like, did she stab John? John stab her there was a, what the fuck happened then th- that brief moment when they started kissing I thought like John was going to be like this is my queen I'm going to follow her I legit thought like oh shit yeah cause he said you are my queen always and then you hear the stab and you're like fuck and like they both don't really make like faces like so you can definitely know what happened and so you're like what the fuck just happened what the fuck just happened because if Danny would have killed John I would have turned the fucking TV up jumped through our fucking like glass door and just like ripped all my clothes off and just ran into the forest to become a children of the forest create my own night king this is my fucking Westeros I would lay siege (laughs) to America (laughs) I don't know why you hate America so much anyways let um, me have an abortion if I want it um one thing that I, I really did think that was really fucking cool, not yeah. not cool in the sense of like I'm down with this, but cool and just like the writers went this route, mm-hmm. was was Danny afterwards thinking like she did something good. Did you like that or did you not like that? No, I like that. I totally zoned out. I really like that. She was totally acting like a fucking mad woman. Yeah. You know what it, it reminded me of? It was really scary. You know actually. what it reminded me of? Hmm. It reminded me of like old World War Two footage of like World War Two footage of Hitler. Cause do you watch a lot of Hitler on the internet? How else are you supposed to go to sleep? Oh my god! Well, no, she had this. Caleb whole, is a fourth Jewish. She was. She had this whole army in front of her, and she was just giving this speech of how we we're just going to just go everywhere, break and we we're wheel. going to break the wheel. We're going to fuck shit up. And they were just. It was really intense. Yeah, super intense. I, I, I really fucked with that scene. Like when that happened, you knew like she's not going to stop. Yeah. And also one thing I, I, I really thought was cool was. 
this is so small and minuscule that it doesn't matter, but it's just the the element of human error that went into that scene. Because usually when you watch like a military movie, like everyone does everything at the same time, right? Yeah. Like everyone is marching at the same pace. They all stop at the same time. Mm -hmm. They all move their weapon at the same time. Mm -hmm. Everyone had a little bit of an offbeat slamming their uh, spears. And then they stopped, not at the same time, Mm -hmm. but at different times. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. It's a really small detail, but I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Because it kind of shows that even though this is an army and they're the unsullied, that this is still comes down to that this is an army that is made up of slaves that have come from two or three different cities. I can't remember. I just watched the episode where she was when she uh, took over Marine. Well, she had the Unsullied and the Dothraki. She so the a, Unsullied only came from one place. But no, no, it wasn't that she also had. She also took over. Uh, got some slaves uh, or some freed slaves from another. Is it Karth? I don't think it was Karth. Karth didn't really have slaves, did they? I don't think so. No, Karth, they just took their faked gold to buy ships. Oh, okay. I don't remember. It's been a while since I rewatched everything, so. I'm telling you, just go back and actually watch it, and you pick up on so much more. Well, yeah, now that it's over and I see how everything ends, I'm going to be paying attention a lot more. Yeah, because when you're watching it at the moment, before you know the like the ending of it you're just kind of like okay that's happening this part is boring i want to get back to Arya's storyline fuck i used to hate Arya. i used to want her to die i thought that okay who do you think had the worst storyline and the best storyline before season eight started the best storyline um anything with Tyrion? i want to Tyrion's storyline i think was the best one Tyrion was good this last season not so much I disagree. I think he made all the wrong decisions. Like I think the whole betrayed his queen twice, even though he's like, I loved her. But his whole thing was How did he not get murked immediately? Do you not remember? Like the the whole it felt like the whole theme of the last few episodes was what uh Aegon Targaryen said was love is the death of duty. Mm-hmm. And then Tyrion kind of questions that of what John said by saying duty is the death of love. And everything he did, I think he, I can't, I have to go back and rewatch it. I'm going to rewatch it. But the reason he freed Jamie was out of love. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he betrayed, his exact reasoning for betraying Danny was. I think he just cared about Jamie. I mean, like, he cared about Cersei because, like, He's, or she's his sister. You know, you care about family. Family is important and shit. But I think he really only cared about Jamie. And through him caring about Jamie, he was like, Jamie loves Cersei. And the only way to not hurt Jamie is to get Cersei the fuck out of there before Danny kills her. Yeah. And so then when he goes in there and they're both buried under that pile of rubble and they're both fucking dead, he's if like, you fuck, I let Jamie down. Yeah. And now all my family is dead. I killed my dad. I killed my sister. I killed my brother. My nieces, my nephews, they're all dead. It's just me. Yeah. Fuck. Tyrion really got it bad. He did. God damn. 
when he was crying, bro, I was crying on the inside. I wasn't crying on the outside because mama didn't raise no bitch, you know what I'm saying? But that shit hurted. Okay, so I think Tyrion had the best. Who do you think had the best? You said Tyrion had the best? I think he did. Ravali, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's fucking out. Um, okay. I'm gonna disagree and say Tyrion had the best. I'm gonna say Danny had the best. Cause she kept my interest the entire time. And I thought how she how things ended for her was satisfying. Even though she died, that's just how it had to be, because she was gonna go fucking nuts and murder everybody. And kill people that didn't deserve it just to get what she wants. And to who had the worst? Arya. Definitely. She learned to be this great swordsman. The faceless men. She could change faces with anyone. And that shit never happened. What well, do you think? Once it ended, that shit never happened. That was really loud. I didn't get that, that shit that never happened again. And then... The end, she fucks off. She has to be the worst of the main characters. I feel like Sir Davos should have been king. No. Davos, the Onion King. No, because for the first half of the fucking show, he couldn't read anyways. That doesn't mean shit. (laughs) You think Robert Baratheon could read? He wasn't a good king, maybe. No, no, no. Actually, I've seen some posts on Robert Baratheon, and I think that he My boy was, Bobby B. He was a not a good man, but I think he was a decent king. He was able to realize that he wasn't good at politics, and that's why he had a council to help him make decisions. I think King Robert did his best. If he was worthy enough to be Ned Stark's best friend, I think he was a good guy. Yeah. Um. So I think Tyrion had the best. I think who had the worst storyline was fucking Sansa. Bro. Because even being with the Lannisters, it was just like, you're, you're just watching. You're just like, just fucking do something. Just fucking do something. Sansa do something? Yeah. What is a 13-year-old girl going to do? I know. I get it. I get it. I don't know if she was 13, but I'm assuming that's her age. But just like, literally, her whole character arc was just her being held captive. She couldn't do anything. She was held captive by the Lannisters. Yeah. And then Ramsay. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much by Lord Baelish. Mm-hmm. And just, that's just, oh my God. I wish, I that's my one thing. I wish they would have done something different. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything better, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sort of I, agree. Like, what makes her worthy to be Queen of the North? Just because she grew up blood. there? Is it just blood. because she's a Stark? It's because she's a Stark. But, I sort of agree with that. But if you think about it, like... She, I think she is qualified. At the end, she is qualified to be queen because she has a lot more experience in the inner politics. She really does. I didn't even think about that. Also, when they murked Baelish's fucking ass. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. Who was it? They. They are you fucking. Fucking. He was. uh, Someone was on trial. I don't think anybody was on trial. They were calling someone to be like, hey, you did this fuck shit. Lord Baelish, how do you fucking... 
oh, yeah. attest to they, this or they some were, shit. They were telling all the bad stuff that Lord Baelish had done to yeah. another person. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and for this Lord Baelish, I sentence you to die. And he was like, the, he was like, the who? fuck? Who? 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 This Lord Baelish? <laughs> Littlefinger? There's no fucking way. God, it's so I weird. loved you. I loved you like I loved your mother. You're a fucking pedophile. It's you made... Sansa get raped repeatedly, <laughs> my man. You know what? You deserve to fucking die. I wanted him to die the moment I fucking met him. It's so weird going back and rewatching the show and realizing that, like, you know, at one point in time I did like Lord Baelish. Typical white cisgendered male. And after we watched, I'm just like, why the fuck did I like him? I mean, I he liked was him. So skeevy. He was. I liked I him because he was, he was skeevy. He was skeevy, he was handsome, he was sly, he could get shit done in his favor. And he was a good businessman. He could do things that he wanted. He understood investments. (laughs) Yeah, he did understand investments. And if a whore ain't making him money, that's a bad investment. (laughs) You know, they don't deal with bad investments well on the streets. Not at King's Landing. What are some of your favorite jokes that came out of Game of Thrones? Not from the the, uh, the fan base. But from the actual show. My all-time favorite joke is... I don't even think it was, like, a joke to the actor or or to the character. But, like, to everybody else it was a joke. Whenever Tormund is telling how he got, like, his last name. Tormund of Giant's Bane. And how he suckled the milk (laughs) of the giant. (laughs) Tormund's a fucking goat. I'm so glad he lived. I'm sad he never got to... I forgot bang, about big that. Woman. There is a joke when Tyrion is at um, the Night's Watch in the one of the first few seasons, mm-hmm. and he makes a joke about um, eating pussy that I thought was funny. <laughs> and then my, but I think my favorite one came from the actually came from the last episode, and it's um, it's when Bronn is talking about how there's no more uh, brothels, mm-hmm. and. Um, Oh my God! What's her name? Brienne. Brienne's just like I don't think brothels are important right now, mm-hmm. and he just goes, "I beg to differ." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bronn was a goat up until this last season. I think he was the goat for just every episode except for that one episode before the fight, where he came to be like, "Yo, Tyrion. And Yo, Jamie. I know we're friends, but your sister wants me to fucking murk your ass so I can get this dope ass shit because you know I'm all about that money." like yo Braun, what the fuck don't you care about your friends a lannister always pays his debt well if you think about it if he i mean it, 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 for him to do that it's definitely a backstabby kind of thing it's fucked it's fucked it is fucked but i mean he could have just killed them right there and then got the money but he was just like he's a smart guy though yeah so he knows it could go either way yeah so i think that I mean, if he was if he was just so willing to go ahead and just get the money from Cersei's and turn the, turn his back on them, then like I think he would went ahead and killed them right there. But he didn't. I'm glad he didn't. Anything else? Um, let me go through the fucking show. Um. One thing I would like for them to go back to is um. That one guy that um, Daenerys told to stay in Marine. Who? 
Um, he was the one that was, uh, he was fucking Danny. Oh, that really good soldier guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever happened to him? I don't know. Whatever happened to that guy from the Faceless Men? I don't remember his name. It was like Jacques something. Jacquard. Something stupid like that. Why did why did Arya never use that, bro? Did she use she, it? She used it once. Did she use it during like the Night King battle? Did she disguise herself as like a White Walker or something? No, they would have made that if, if she was doing that. They would have made it like obvious that she was doing that. Okay, so then she never used it ever again. She used it to kill uh, was it Walter Frey? But one time she went through all this training. What? She went blind for that shit. Well, she learned a lot from them. And she used it once. It just maybe it's just, it's just something that seems like it was built up a lot because I remember that was the time that like I hated Arya because I was like the storyline is so stupid. I don't give a shit that she can change faces and men. And then like she does it one time apparently. I don't remember, but like just never happens again. And it's just like, why did I have to sit through all that fuck shit for her never to use this really cool fucking super, super human power? I don't know. Maybe it was like the writers just trying to, uh, I guess, nerf her in a way. Nerf? Yeah. Are you calling her a nerf herder? No. I mean, with that ability, she would be kind of be a little bit too OP, don't you think? But she is OP. She killed the Night King seconds before he could have killed Bran and wiped out everything that is humanity. I don't know. I mean, I liked last season a lot. I'm not going to never watch it again. Like a lot of people are claiming. I'm not going to shit on it. I got to see John pet his dog. To those people, I say good because they're missing out on something great. I got to see John pet Ghost. If you're going to be that pussy hurt, then I'm glad you never get to enjoy Game of Thrones again. <laughs> You're so cranky. You've been very cranky the last couple of days. Are you okay? Uh, you need to talk about anything. I am stressed. <laughs> been working a lot. Because I have to keep on fighting off these faggots that don't understand Game of Thrones. <laughs> Caleb, you're dropping big words. This is a no big word podcast. You're going to piss off our 2.5 million viewers. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, is, is, is faggots too big for you? Caleb. We went in an hour and 14 minutes. You know what? For this all these people that again. don't understand Game of Thrones, you know what they are? What? They're a bunch of filthy Caleb? fucking Caleb? N- 